This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again, blazing the trail to the hearts of sinners. Come on, Dan, let's go. And we're happy to be back with you folks now. And uh, we're bringing you this series of studies on divine healing. And we're, we're looking at that uh, healing, divine healing, is not found in the atonement. So we came down in our last study there. We're looking at Isaiah 53:15, 53:5, and where we read... I guess one of the most blessed scriptures that we ever find. Isaiah 53, 5. I tell you what, if you want a good study, go there and read the entire chapter, 53rd chapter of Isaiah. But Isaiah 53, 5 says, He was wounded, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Now, I want you to get this. I want you to listen. With his stripes, we are healed. We've heard many, many folks tell us, Trailblazer, surely this great scripture teaches that divine healing is in the atonement because doesn't it say, with his stripes, we are healed? And it sure does. So if you ever, ever wanted to listen, get quiet, lay down everything there and listen, let me say here that bodily healing is not taught here at all. With his stripes we are healed has no reference to bodily healing. Now, I know that may sound strange to you. You may take issue with it, but I want you to listen. The individual who insists that this teaches bodily healing in the atonement knows nothing of Holy Spirit conviction and repentance. Now, I say that without fear of, uh, of compromise. No, when the Holy Spirit net moves to bring a sinner to Christ, he, he arrests that sinner, stops him, calls a halt like he did the Apostle Paul there on the road to Damascus. He said, whoa, to that old stallion that he was reading, or donkey riding, or donkey, whatever it was. But when the Holy Spirit comes there to, in order to bring that sinner to Christ, he stops that sinner and brings him into the court of justice. Now, you listen. He separates that sinner from everybody and everything and brings that sinner in the presence of God, the God of the universe, uncovers his heart, lets him see, removes a scale from his eyes, opens his eyes, and lets him see his condemnation, the judgment that he's under, and the sentence of death that he's under, and the curse of the law that he's under. Now, every sinner who ever gets saved sees that with some degree, my friend. I I take my eternal destiny on it. No man will come to Christ until he sees himself, and that's only by the work of the Holy Spirit. He strips away all of those self-righteous rags. He lets him see he has no goodness, no righteousness, or any merit for an appeal. Then he lets that sinner see, allows that sinner to see that he's a son of Satan, a child of hell, and a sinner that deserves no mercy. The Holy Spirit wounds that sinner unto death by bringing him to the end of all flesh. The Holy Spirit withers all the flesh life of that sinner, burns up all of his bridges, burns up all of his blueprints, kills all of his ambitions of the flesh, and leaves that sinner wounded unto death. The only thing that matters to that individual now is to come to know the Lord. The battles the Holy Spirit has in the heart of a sinner to bring him to Christ arouses the enmity. Listen now, listen. It arouses the enmity that we find there, that hatred of Satan towards God and towards that individual. 
Satan is stirred up in a rage. We often say here, well, old Satan's in a rage. Every time the Lord saves a sinner, Satan's in a rage. Every time I come in here to bring these little old messages, this little broadcast called the Old Trailblazer, I sit here in my little studio, and uh, Satan drifts right on in here and sits on my shoulder like an old parrot, like an old parrot sitting there on, on, his, on his master's shoulder. Let me just tell you this little story that I heard. Uh, I don't know who it was. Dr. Copeland may have told it. This, this couple had a parrot, and uh, they, they were not uh, born-again believers. They went to church, but they weren't saved. They lived an infidel life, lived a drinking and partying and all that, and the old parrot was there, and he saw all of that thing. So they go down to church on a Sunday morning, and uh, somehow or another, the door got left open. The old parrot flew out and followed them down to the church. Flew right on in the door and sat down on his master's uh, shoulder there. And he began to look around and look around and look up there on the, uh, where the organ was and the piano player and looked around and kind of visualizing everybody that was in there when his eyes got adjusted to the dimness. And he said, honky-tonk, honky-tonk, honky-tonk. And it embarrassed him. Surely it did. And the man turned around and flapped him on his head. He said, shut up, shut up, this is a church. He said, honky-tonk, honky-tonk. He said, no, this is not a honky-tonk. This is a church. Be quiet. He said, same crowd, same crowd. Oh, my friend, what, a, what an example. Same crowd. But listen, there isn't a sinner who ever comes to Christ, but he must come over all the opposition of Satan and and." Uh, Every trick of the trade that Satan can pull up on him, Satan has a bag of tricks for you and for me, and he knows exactly what your besetting sin is. He knows what trick to pull on you. You may be interested in, in just one thing or another, and he'll keep you involved in that. Folks nowadays are sitting in front of a television three, five, six hours every afternoon and night and late night. And watch those old uh, movies that you can rent now. They're so vulgar that you can't, won't even let, shouldn't let them come into your house. But people do that. Well, if that's your Satan holds that trick to you, that's good. That's his his way of doing things. Or he may have it that you uh, like to go to the casinos. He'll make a way for you to go to the casinos, get you in debt where you can't pay your tithe and offering, all of those things. He knows how to do those things. I told you I was over on the coast not long ago, Mississippi coast, and I counted 17 big billboards advertising the casinos. Now, my friend, that's what Satan uses. But the sinner, that poor old sinner coming to the Lord has been uh, beat down, bruised, by Satan, left bleeding, so-called, then the old flesh life of the sinner, which is enmity towards God and not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. That old flesh rebels against the Holy Spirit. When the, when the Holy Spirit brings it to your attention, the flesh must be withered. That flesh rebels against the word of God. But listen, therefore the sinner is wounded by the Holy, by Holy Spirit conviction wounded by Satan, wounded by the old flesh life, then again the sinner is wounded by his enemies who scoff and ridicule him and laugh if he tells them he's a lost sinner. Oh, my friend, one of the tricks of Satan is to keep you from admitting that you're a lost sinner because your folks will laugh at you. Folks will make fun of you and call you a religious fanatic or religious nut because they know nothing of the saving grace of the Lord. They know nothing of the Holy Spirit's convicting work. They make fun and belittle that individual. And, he, and he's hopeless and helpless coming to Christ. Every sinner under Holy Spirit conviction 
is hopeless and helpless and at the disposal of all the ridicule and laughter and fun-making of the world. Now, you hold that, my friend. That's a terrible thing for an individual to, to go through with, especially a person that has not uh, been, been uh, taught what the Holy Spirit does. Then again, we see the sinners wounded by his friends. They don't understand him. They're not, uh, they're not mean towards him. They just don't understand him. So what in the world? I had folks tell me back when we were first come under the gospel, we lived here in Walker, and we drove to New Orleans on Sundays when we could go, when we could scrape up enough gas money. And folks would tell me, my friends and my family would say, what in the world you want to go to New Orleans for when there's a church here on every corner, church within a half a mile? Well, it's because the truth being preached in New Orleans. The gospel being preached there by Pastor L.R. Shelton. You tell them that, and they'd make fun. they call them old Shelton. Then they called us Sheltonites because that's all they could do. But my friend, they knew nothing of the grace of God. They knew nothing of how blessed we were to have been awakened to the fact that we were lost sinners and have given, have given a desire, having been given a desire to be saved. Oh, my friend, Pastor Trailblazer, you regret those days? Not for one moment. Not for one moment. Not for one moment when my loved ones, my family, turn their backs upon me, have nothing to do with me. Therefore, that old sinner, wounded to death. What a terrible, pitiful shape. But when God saves him, listen now, when God saves that sinner and forgives his sins and pardons him, oh, listen, delivers him from the curse of the law, then the sinner is healed. Now listen, we're talking about by his stripes we are healed. Then he's healed by the same power that raised Christ from the dead, according to Ephesians 1.19. The same resurrection power that raised Christ from the grave, healed his wounded body, heals the wounded sinner, and restores him to life in Christ. Yes, that sinner raised from death unto life. So with his stripes, we are healed. When God saves a sinner, his... Uh, I tell you, just to get quiet, get quiet and rest. Let your let your soul rest. Let your body rest. You know, when a baby is born into this world, they don't put that baby out plowing cotton, do they? No, not rolling logs. They put that baby in a soft bed with a warm covering on it. And when a soul is saved, that's the same thing you should do. Just rest, rest in Christ. Bruised from the scars of, of, of persecution and those things, Satan harassing you on a daily basis. And the Lord, I found that the Lord will give you a few days, maybe a few months of respite. Hold back Satan. Restrain Satan from that individual. And listen, yes, now you're healed. Now you're healed by, by the grace of God. But you're physically tired, physically worn out from struggling with sin, struggling with Satan. We're going to look at that a little more. But I tell you, if the Lord has recently saved you, get somewhere and get quiet. You don't have to uh, throw out your pearls before swine. Don't just run up and down the road telling everybody what the Lord, they won't understand you. I learned a long time ago, just keep quiet until the Lord gives you an opportunity. You know, if you have a friend that you can talk to, say, you know, you know, the Lord saved this old sinner last week. Oh, he did. Yes, he did. Tell me about it. And you can tell them then of the, work of the Holy Spirit in your life, how that you come to see yourself as a sinner, a lost sinner, after having been a maybe religious all your life, maybe not. But you can tell that individual, but don't run up and down the road 
throwing their pearls before swine, my friend. Most folks won't understand you. Most folks don't care. Most folks don't care. They say, you saved? I thought you were saved all the time. You've been saved ever since I've been knowing you. No, no, I wasn't. But they didn't understand, my friend. But I just tell you, it's grace to know the Lord. But this is the old Trailblazer broadcast. We bring into these studies on divine healing, true and false. And we looked here that, that that scripture says, by his stripes we are healed, does not mean a bodily healing. No, it's spiritual healing, my friend, from the, from the wrath of Satan and all of those things. And I tell you, these messages are on CD. If you write me, give me the date that this one was played. We'll send it to you. Maybe you'd like to hear it uh, in more depth. But this is the old Trailblazer broadcast. Remember, my mailing address, uh, Radio Missions, or the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my phone number here at the bookstore is area code 225-664-8658. Till next time, goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.